Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steven. Welcome to my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is October 26, 2022. Holy freaking smokes, people. It's almost Halloween. Well, it's 1.24 a.m. in the morning. Oop, I'll take that back. It's just 1.25 a.m. It just clicked in over when I was talking to you folks. Well, what am I doing up late? Doing my thing, right? You know why I say doing my thing? It means answering emails, you know, fixing photos. In this case, I wrote a long email. I wrote three long emails to people who inquired earlier today. And uh, it also means uh, getting things ready for my barbecue company. Yes, my barbecue company is going to be launching next year. Had to, you know, we had to kind of put things a little bit on the back burner for the barbecue company because a lot of things came up. My grandmother passed away, so I had to like tend to some family uh, duties. Had to create the video slideshow for my grandmother. You know, she was 99 years old. I didn't shed a tear at her, at her, uh, uh, I guess, at her funeral because she lived a great life. 99 years old. You know, she had, she raised great kids. She has, Great grandchildren. I'm I'm probably not one of them. The other, the other grandchildren are really really good. Uh, what am I saying? I don't, I, I'm okay. I'm not that bad. I'm you know, but I'm not going to toot my own horn. My my cousins are a lot better than me. I can tell you, they're a lot more successful. My cousin just had a beautiful kid. Looks really really handsome. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I just been also busy. Movie guy Keone. Movie guy Keone. He right after my grandmother's funeral. Movie guy Keone, he turned half a century years old, right? So we had to throw a big shindig birthday party over at my place because his place couldn't handle handle how big this shindig was going to be. We had, I think we had close to 70 people. And, uh, you know, here, here's, here's the thing. I, I keep saying movie guy Keone is going to appear on my podcast. He wants to appear on my podcast, but he's so busy doing some things. He's like either busy here working on my house, you know, creating movie props here and there, working on his house. That, and, and then whenever we get to talk, we always say, you know, we should just record our conversation because it's a great conversation that would be making a, that would be making a really good podcast, but we just don't do it. We really, really don't. By the time we finish talking, we say, oh, you know, I just should have turned on the cell phone, right? But uh, I promise one day he's going to appear on this podcast and it's going to be great because he is, if you like my mind, then you'll really, really like his mind. And we're very, very much like-minded. All my friends are kind of like-minded. That's why you kind of stay friends with them, right? You, you just want to listen to yes men all the time. No, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. We do disagree a lot. But, you know, it's the same with, uh, you know, uh, I guess Pitmaster Keith, right? Pitmaster Keith, you know, I see eye to eye on a lot of things, but a lot of times we disagree. Yeah, but, uh, but it's a great thing. That's what, you know, good friends are. They're, your fr- good friends are there for you, you to agree with, and good friends are there for you to disagree with, right? Yeah, so that's what's been going on for the past few weeks, and I've been really, really busy, you know, again, planning for Movie Guy Keone's uh, barbecue. 
uh, 70 people, right? And our, our, our property that we have, uh, it can, we, we have the facilities to handle probably maybe 200 people at my house. And on the road, we can probably park a lot of cars. Um, technically, <laughs> technically, if I wanted, I could have a wedding reception at the house, but I'm sure my neighbors would actually, you know, they would, they would complain, complain, complain. And, uh, I wouldn't do that to them anyway. I would, I would not put a, I would not make my house a wedding reception area for my own company. I'm sorry. I just won't. It's really, really great though, but it will never happen. It will never, ever happen. But movie guy Keone's, uh, uh, birthday party was off the hook. Yeah, uh, we had uh, we had a lot a lot of great people uh, who came there. A lot of great uh, a lot of great uh, like minded people who are just thinking, thinking all on the same page. Uh, you know, people who did not take the vaccine. Uh, people who were were just like all about freedom, loving people. It, it was really really great, and uh, people who were just able to have a great great conversation. You know, when we ever throw barbecues at our house, uh, it's always a good thing. Oh, and on top of that, on top of having a good conversation, we had we probably had the most food I've ever seen in my life. I, I'm not even kidding. I mean. I've done weddings. I've done really big weddings. There's where there's about 300 people, 400 people there too. You know, the Filipino weddings, 400, 500 people at a, at a wedding event. Easy, really, really easy. And the layout they have, it's pretty impressive, but it wasn't as impressive as the, the food that was brought to, I guess, Keone's party. See, so we made it potluck, right? And uh, we told everybody, you know, just come over here, bring a dish. And everyone brought a dish. Now there's 70, close to 70 people here. So, you know, there's there a lot of food to go around. I, of course, made my brisket. It was one of the first ones to sell out, but there was a lot of food that sold out. And at the end of the night, uh, when we were finally cleaning up, we really didn't have much food left over. So people pretty much cleaned house. It was a really, really great thing. But you know what, what the highlight of the entire night was, was that uh, my cake illustrator, Akiko Scott White, uh, she does all my wedding cakes and she's also a, a really good children's book author. Uh, maybe one day I'll get her on the podcast, but she made this R2D2 cake. That was just out of this world. It even beeped. It beeped. The head tur turned, and uh, the cake was so good that Keone didn't. He didn't want to actually eat the cake. So the next day, uh, we ended up uh, uh, freezing the the freezing the R two unit and then photographing it at the beach. It was just a good thing. Now, and I, and I had a had a piece of that cake maybe about a few days later, and it didn't taste as good as it we, we should have cut it on that day but because we froze the cake and we unfroze it and we froze it again unfortunately that just turned the cake yeah i guess the insides of the cake into like some of it into dust and some of it into like you know, some of it was good i could tell the taste was there but the texture was just really 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 weird sorry akiko if you're listening we just ruined your cake on, on the top of that we took r2 the r2 cake to the beach to shoot and uh so there it was a little gritty there, you know sand got on the fondant and uh, it wasn't the best to eat but it was really really good to look at and uh and you know i think i'll post a link to this in the description. So if you, uh, um, I'll, I'll try to post a link to on my website, or I think maybe on my Facebook site, and uh, see if you can actually see it. But it, because this thing was just great. Well, that's what I've been up to for the past couple of weeks, two, three weeks, and then I think about four or five days after Keone's party, I had to, I had to actually just uh, <laughs> I had to recover because I, I didn't get much sleep. 
I really, really didn't get much sleep. So there's a lot of things I wanted to comment on, but I just didn't have the time. I really didn't have the time. And right now the news is just going, you know, full bore straight ahead with, uh, you know, the midterms coming up and all. And, uh, and it looks like the Republicans now have the momentum to, t- to take both, both the House of Representatives and the Senate. So it looks as though the president will be, I guess, a la- have a lame duck half a year uh, where he won't be able to get anything accomplished. You know, the what, one really amazing thing about Donald Trump, here, here's the one really amazing thing about Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, I, I know I just jumped cut over to Donald Trump, but, you know, he did lose the House when he was in office, but he was still able to pass through uh, his legislation. He was still able to fund the border wall. He was still able to pass NAFTA. Uh, he was still able to, you, you know, um, he was still able to increase funding to the military. He was able to do a lot of these things, even though Nancy Pelosi tried to stand in his way every single step of the way. And, uh, and even, and he was still able to do this while undergoing a phony investigation, you know, brought forth by the FBI and put into motion by a very, very corrupt House of Representatives. Anyway, what do I want to talk about today before I head to bed? You know, I had this conversation with my mom a few days ago, and it's about finding solutions to your life, finding solutions to everything. And, and, we, and I had a talk with her, and I said, you know, one thing they teach us in school is to find solutions. But I really, I, I really believe that, and myself being a little stickler when it comes to words, because again, I am a writer, and uh, you know, words, words mean a lot to me, and especially, especially the definitions. And I, and I told my mom, the problem with you know, a lot of us these days is that, and especially when it comes to politicians and, and, and just you know, people around the world, is that we're always trying to find the solution. Now, if we take a look at a mathematical problem, there's two parts to a mathematical problem. There is the equation and then there's the solution. Now, the solution is, you know, you know, the solution is the solved equation. You know, how do you end up with the solution? Well, you have to solve the equation, right? And a lot of times we look at, we look at it because what we've been taught through school is that the equation is the problem when in reality, the equation is actually the answer. So what we tell ourselves, you know, using our, I guess, our rhetoric that, you know, we have problems in life and we have to find the solution. So when you when you tell everyone, well, you you know you have to quit drinking. Of course, that's the solution. You got to quit drinking, right? Well, how do you quit drinking? Well, that's where the equation comes in. The equation is not the problem. The equation is the solution. How do you how do you how do you achieve you know a life and with a life a sober life, right? How do you achieve this sober life? Well. You have to figure out the correct equation to do that. And there's a lot of different techniques out there. You know, you have, you know, you have AA and yeah, you, you could just maybe quit cold turkey. I heard, heard that's bad for you. It could actually kill you. Um, but you have all these different techniques and those are what we call the equation. But we don't call that, them that in real life. We call the equation the solution. And this is the problem with us. So, for example, you know, if you, if you have like an inflationary problem, like what we have right now, all of a sudden, Joe Biden comes out and the Democrats come out and says, well, we have this Inflation Reductionary, Inflation Reduction Act, and that's the solution, right? And that's it for you. So if you stand against that, then you're actually not for inflation, 
which is complete baloney. And that's what's sold to us, you know, for climate change. How do you stand against climate change? Right? I mean, how do you solve climate change? We don't want to pollute the environment, right? So how do you solve it? You don't increase your carbon footprint. That's what it, that's what, that's what it tells us. That's the solution. And, and do they want you to look at the equation of how you actually reduce your carbon footprint? What does that really entail? What are the consequences of doing that? This very, very complex equation, they don't want you to look at that. The Democrats would tell you, Forget the equation, which is the debate. You know, just accept the solution. And that's what we've been told all our entire life. Well, this vaccine works. The vaccine is a solution to COVID, right? Take it, take it, take it. Well, we want to know how this vaccine works. No, we don't have to know that. Just know that we presented you with the solution. And that is, again, is the problem with all of us today. None of us are thinking about the equation. When is the last time you told yourself, you know, I got to fix my problems. I'm trying to find a solution. None of you have told yourself, no, I got to find the equation, right? <laughs> okay. And that's what I want to really stress about. You know, take a look at your life. Take a, I mean, I'm talking about myself, right? You know, take a look at all the different problems you have, all the different scenarios in your life where, you know, you, you're opening up a business. And of course, what, what is the object of any business? Like when I'm, when I'm opening up my new barbecue company, well, first we want to make really, really great food. And we want to really, we want to actually make, you have a lot of good customer base. And we, we want to make sure we stay in business by making a profit. That's the solution we want to, we want to arrive to. But again, like I told, like I told you before, you know, what is the equation? And the real businessmen, the good businessmen, businessmen, businessmen like Donald Trump, businessmen like my father, business women like my mom, and maybe like myself, we figure out how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And what, what is the equation that we can arrive to this solution? That's what we have to figure out. And that's really it. Is that simple enough to talk about? And that's really the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Democrats will just present to you a, a solution. And they, will tell, and they will tell you, this is the way it is. Just accept it for the answer that we're selling it to you. Cops are dangerous. White people are born racist. There are, there are, there are um, people out there who are born with a different identity and we have to change it. We don't even want to debate that. The debate is over. We want to affirm their identity. We want to affirm their gender. You know, we, we don't even want them to go to a psychologist and sit, and, and sit them down on the chair and debate whether or not they may or may not be a woman or a man trapped in a woman or a man's body. You, you just want to accept the solution Give them hormones. We're talking 15-year-olds, 12-year-olds. Give them, quote-unquote, puberty blockers, which aren't really puberty blockers. It's the things like Lupron. I'm not going to even get into that, which is <laughs> all it does is cut. Lupron was made to cut testosterone in a male's body to shrink their prostate. That's what it was made for. It was not made to give to young, young boys to block, to block them from becoming men. That was never ever, ever the purpose. And there's so many side effects to taking Lupron. And the amount of Lupron they give little kids are way more than they give men who, are, who have uh, prostates that are way too big or cancerous. I'm just telling you that, right? I've done my research on this. But they don't want you to debate the equation at all. 
And uh, th- that's what the Democrats do. Now, the Republicans on the other side can tell you, well, we're gonna we're gonna arrive, we're gonna cut, we're, we're gonna do things, uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn around this economy. But here's how we're gonna do it. And they come up with this equation. I, I think I'm saying equation way too many times, but you get what I'm saying. They'll say, we're going to cut taxes. We're going to cut regulations. We're going to make it easier for you to open up a business. We're going to increase competition. And when you increase competition, you lower prices. So that's how we battle inflation. And how are we going to ba- cut oil prices? We're going we're gonna to increase production of oil. We're going we're gonna to cut regulations of oil. We are going to open up Anwar. We're going to open up the XL pipeline. We're going to do all of this where we don't have to be the Dependent on foreign oil, and they are presenting to you the equation. To this end, they they present to you the equation to arrive at the solution, while the Democrats only present to you the solution and never want to present to you the equation that that basically gets you to their quote unquote solution. They never want to do that to you. Let me ask you this. The inflation, I think it's called the Inflationary Reductionary Act or something like that. The Inflation Reduction Act. Guess how they want you to, uh, uh, guess what they want you to believe on how they're going to decrease their inflation. Number one, they're going to make it easier for you to buy EV cars. They're going to make it easier for you to actually uh, put solar panels on your roof. Right? They're going to put more charging stations around the entire nation. They're going to increase IRS agents, and also those IRS agents are going to be armed. <laughs> then we're going to have all of these government-ready projects on the side that we're going to that we're going to green lights, and we're going to throw trillions of dollars toward that. How does that decrease inflation? How? They don't want you to debate that because again, the Democrats will say the debate is over. Just accept it. For what it is, they want your loyalty. You know what's really, really interesting? What I just found out about um, the Democrat Party, and I'm, you know, I'm really pushing this because we're gonna, the midterms are coming up, and you know the direction of the country. Uh, you know what? If the Republicans don't get control of both the Senate and the, the Senate and the House, you know the direction of the country may not be a very good one. I, I'm serious about that. I am dead serious about that. If the Democrats control the House, we'll just get more of the same. If the Democrats you know, control the House and the Senate, you know, we're going to get more of Joe Biden's stupid legislation. Well, I, would, I wouldn't even say legislation. His stupid philosophy of running the country into the ground. Everything what we have now uh, will be much worse because we, we wouldn't have any way or any stopgap to, I guess, to put in, in front of Joe, Joe Biden's lunacy. Uh, I mean, everything he's done, everything the Democrats have done, um, we ha- it, the, the country that we're living in now, a country which is at the brink of war, a brink of a nuclear war with Russia, a country where inflation is out of control, a country where food prices are out of control, food prices, real estate, electricity, the price of gas, everything is just so expensive, Where and a, a country where... We are currently in a recession, even though the Democrats will say we're not in a recession. <laughs> I tell you what, we sure are. You know, do you feel really rich now? Do you feel, do you feel that this country is contracting? Do you feel that it's really hard, you know, to buy things right now? I tell you what, I do. I really, really do. I, I am struggling over here, to, to be quite honest. You know, um, yes, yeah, so all you people out there, you got to book weddings with me, right? <laughs> or, 
you know, come down. When my barbecue truck is open, you can come and eat some good brisket. You know, it's going to be a little bit on the expensive side because of Joe Biden. But this is the country we're living in because of Joe Biden. And I don't want more of that. And I'm sure you don't want more of that. And again, we, so we have to get these guys out there because they're so corrupt. You know, they are, they keep telling us that we're a threat to democracy. I, I hate this, right? You know, they keep saying that if we don't believe that the, um, that, uh, the January 6th, uh, quote unquote insurrection was an actual insurrection, then we are just part of the problem. Now, to me, again, I just think it's kind of weird that we're, we're saying that that's an insurrection when nobody showed up with guns. Gun loving people, you know, didn't show up with guns. They left their guns at home. Wouldn't they show up with guns? And who was this leader of this entire insurrection? It's a guy with horns who calls himself the Chewbacca man or something like that. That guy was the leader of the insurrection. Donald Trump, a really smart genius, wants to overthrow the election. And he puts that idiot in front of, like, in charge of everything. And he tells everyone, we're going to overthrow this government, guys. We got to just leave our guns at home. Really? That is just a bunch of people who got, uh, who were rioting, who got out of hand. The same thing happens, you know, when, <laughs> the same thing happened, not that happens. The same thing happened when my Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl and there were riots around there in Philadelphia city and, uh, you know, cops were, you know, cop cars were getting overturned. There were bonfires. People were climbing lampposts. They had to put Vaseline on lampposts. People just do stupid things, uh, especially when it comes to like mob mentality. And that's why even with, when Antifa started, you know, breaking into stores, you know, during the Black Lives Matter protests, all of a sudden these kids who were just triggered, they it just exponentially made things worse. So all of a sudden, a few people like break into tar into Target. Now you have all the kids breaking breaking into Target, and then it becomes really really bad. And then you have this, and then everybody sees everyone else doing it, and they just they, and they just all start acting the same herd mentality. Right? They think they're owed it. Herd mentality. They're not going to get caught. Herd mentality. And, and the problem just repeats over and over and over again in every single city. We don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want, we don't want, we should not want, okay? Or I don't want, and you should not want a government that looks the other way when it comes to Antifa and Black Lives Matter and uh, does not decide to prosecute these two corrupt organizations. Black Lives Matter took all the money that, uh, that corporations gave them and spent it on themselves. They bought houses. They never gave any money. They never improved the lives of black lives out there. They don't care about black lives. They don't care a black child gets killed in the neighborhood. They don't give any money to the family. They don't try to create a really good relationship between cops and black people. They don't. If there is a bad relationship with, between blacks and cops, they have not installed one program that would, that would mend those broken bridges. They have not. They have not done that at all. They have not done anything to help create young blacks who are, who are grow up without a father, you know, any type of, and supply them with, you know, any type of big brother mentorship programs or anything like that. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. They could have done, Black Lives Matter could actually have done so much good things with the $90 million that they got from like corporations and from, and from other people who donated money, thinking that they would do good, but they did nothing except enrich themselves, all right? And Antifa, 
who has many chapters across the United States, who Joe Biden said it's just a, a theory or a movement, not really an organization. They help burn down cities across the nation. And Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they, 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 they're not getting prosecuted. Okay, they're not getting prosecuted. Who's getting prosecuted? People who attended the January 6th, uh, I guess, uh, steal your vote campaign. That got a little out of hand. They went into the Capitol, but they did not riot. They did not burn it down. Um, And the only person who died there was Ashley Babbitt. And her name wasn't even mentioned in the January 6th committee. Right. So how accurate is this January 6th committee? And, and again, this is, this is the, the, the lunacy of what this, I guess, this gov- government has come into. This government is weaponizing democracy to stop Donald Trump from running. And they keep saying Donald Trump and his supporters, his ultra-magna supporters, are a threat to the United States. I'm a Donald Trump supporter. I, I just met more Donald Trump supporters today. At my barbecue, I had a barbecue today. I, you know, they're Donald Trump supporters <laughs> at Keone's birthday party. Most of them, ninety percent, were were Donald Trump supporters. Were a threat to democracy, really, really. We're a threat by just by questioning things. We're, we're by questioning questioning election integrity. We are saying, hey, wait a minute, those Dominion machines. Okay, Dominion comes out and says. They're, they're doing everything on the up and up. Well, why is it that Elizabeth Warren, a long time ago, and I think it was that Fein, Diane Feinstein said that, no, these Dominion machines, you know, they're not really that great. You can actually wait votes. We're against it as Democrats. So, so why didn't Dominion sue them? Right? I mean, I don't think that's right that when you, when a, you, you vote for a Democrat or, or Republican, you can actually say this vote counts for more than one vote. 1.2 votes, you can say that it counts for 1.05 votes. That doesn't make any sense, right? Why? Why shouldn't one person have the have the ability to vote one time, not 1.05? That doesn't make any sense. Why? Why was Mark Zuckerberg able to able to give 300 million dollars, you know, to to the Democrat Party in a quote unquote get out the vote, uh, I guess, campaign, which was only focused on Democrats? Why was that allowed? The New York Post censoring the real story of Hunter Biden's laptop. And on top of that, Chris Wallace helping Joe Biden get off the topic, uh, topic of Hunter Biden's laptop uh, and then changing it to, to the, the topic of climate change when they knew for a fact, Joe Biden knew for a fact, it wasn't Russian disinformation. They were lying to you straight up. And Chris Wallace knew it. Joe Biden knew it. And that's also a form of rigging the election because they're withholding the truth from you. All right? So even if we don't count the Dominion machines, you still have the New York Post thing. You have Hunter Biden's laptop. You have, you have, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg giving 200, $300 million, you know, to the Democrats. When you, if I gave more than 10 grand to like any type of political, political, um, uh, I guess person, I could go to jail, but Mark Zuckerberg can give 200 to 300 million dollars. Does that make any sense at all? <laughs> Not at all. Anyway, I don't want any of that. I want it all out. I want the Republicans to go in there. We have really good candidates and I want them to clean house. You know, I want them to open up investigations on all these Democrats. You know, I want to, or all these rhinos. You know, why is it that Liz Cheney is going after Donald Trump with such rigor, right? 
I mean, she, she, she's so, she, she, you know, it's almost like her religion to, to take down Donald Trump. I don't understand it. Anyway, people, it's 1.54 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I'm going to be podcasting more this week because uh, I don't have weddings till like, I think, um, early November. So it's really, really great. Uh, so I have some time. and uh, But I need to get to bed. I have uh, some errands I need to run in the morning. I have some meetings I need to take and some phone calls I need to do. So anyway, it was great talking to you folks. Thank you so much for listening in. And for those of you who have booked with me already, I really thank you, thank you, thank you. And for those of you who are, I guess, have subscribed to my podcast and give me nice little love notes, I really love that. It's better than hate mail. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you all later. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.